Good afternoon. Live from Fort Street in downtown Louisville, WFPK presents our weekly live music showcase, Live Lunch. And now, from our performance studio, here's your host, Laura Shine. Well, good afternoon, everyone. I'm Stacy Owen filling in for Laura today. She's still on her honeymoon. She'll be back next week. <laughs> so another big congratulations. And um, our, our guest th this afternoon, we're very thrilled to have her here. She, she has a brand new release called Lieberman. Just came out last Friday. And she's embarked on a pretty extensive fall tour. We'll talk to her about that a little bit. And happy that she's playing Zanzibar tonight at 8 o'clock. And uh, please give a warm live lunch in Louisville. Welcome to Vanessa Carlton. Thank you. I'm going to play the uh, first song from actually not this new release, but an older record. This is called Carousel. of music from this new record called Liverman that I just released. This is called Take It Easy.
too young to let it go Connected to one billion stars and lanes I know you have to go Do we follow what we know? Well, I'll be here for you in the night Say it once, say it twice To yourself, to the night A shaman's prayer, it's natural When it's quiet, get slow And as your castle crumbles down And it will take it easy Take it easy It's making all these sounds. Um, this is another song from Liverman. This is called Willows. Um, 
I don't have much time to explain the songs, do I? I've never done this before. <laughs> okay, um, sorry, we just rolled in from Cincinnati. We have like a baby waiting for us. <laughs> it's been an interesting caravan. Um, this song is uh, is written about really the house that I grew up in. Um, my father's a pilot, my mom is a piano teacher, and they somehow found this really gorgeous old cabin uh, sitting on the top of this huge hill. And um, when I was about to start my family, I really started to reflect, or at least I started to start to put myself in the position of my mother when she was my age, which I had never done before, I guess. It's probably um, something that daughters should do more often. But, uh, and I started to really understand or try and understand what kind of family, what kind of environment she wanted to create for us. And um, so it's kind of, this ties uh, my, my family, my, my parents' family, to this little family that I've just started. So, um, um, and also one quick thing, there's a million weeping willow trees on the property, hence the name Willows.
those songs that um, I wrote very quickly, the the words and the music, which I that happens about once every three years. Um, songs usually come in chunks for me, for for lack of a better word. And um, yeah, this song is called House of Seven Swords, and it really all stemmed from opening my desk drawer and there was this stack of tarot cards in there. I know nothing about tarot cards, actually, but I think someone had left them in there or something. And I really just love the artwork on this one card because it had this splayed, it was very Game of Thrones, actually, this splayed um, fan, basically, made of swords. And then I looked up what it meant, and I thought it was this really cool idea, how we're each swords, and we, we all have different sides. We all have different sides to our blade. And depending on the side you choose, that kind of shapes who you are. And so I wrote this for my brother, actually, who was just graduating from college at the time. I wrote this about two years ago, I guess. And um, so this is for this is for Edmund.
Thank you. This is called Blue Pool. Vanessa Carlton here at 91.9 FPK's Live Lunch. Sounds beautiful, doesn't it? But we sound so good on our Steinway. I love it when oh, folks come and play our yeah. Steinway. <laughs> We've got Sky on the violin. You want to give him a proper introduction? Yes, Sky Steele I met at the Bitter End in 2007. <laughs> um, and we quickly bonded. I think I had had two martinis. Um, I was watching him play. I was completely uh, just uh, cast under that spell and the way he plays and the way he was playing with um, a pianist at the time and the way he was watching the pianist's hands and kind of following. It was a, uh, not the traditional way of um, playing violin, really. Um, and we've been playing together ever since. And then um, this record in particular, we started working more together on the tracks in the studio, not just the live stuff. I loved what you said a little earlier, the sentiment behind the, the Willow song and uh, putting yourself in your mother's shoes when she was your age. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of us also don't, don't really appreciate how much our mothers have done for us until we have our own child. Did, did you make that phone call like I did and a lot of my friends did when we had our babies? Is, Thank you so much for everything you did for me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> I think I did. I mean, I've shown such gra- My mother and I are, are, this baby in particular has really brought us close. I mean, when she found out I was pregnant, I, it's like she's never been so nice to me in my life. <laughs> she's like so over the moon. Um, I think she wasn't sure if I was going to have a family, if my lifestyle or my career or whatever was was maybe the priority. She she thought maybe there would be no room for it, and she's kept grilling me for years. So we're good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're married to a WFPK favorite, Deer Tick frontman John McCauley, and yeah. uh, it's been a couple of years ago now, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. I think a lot, maybe some folks in in the audience and listening audience don't know though that. Stevie Nicks officiated your wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How exciting is that? <laughs> it was pretty cool. Has she mentored you for many years now? Yes, many years. I met her at the record plant, a studio in L.A. in 2004 or 2003, 2004. And um, ever since then, I actually about six months after I met her, I got a call from her manager asking if I wanted to open up for her tour in Australia and New Zealand. And so that was my... That was my first experience touring with Stevie, which was amazing. Eventually, I got invited onto the plane. <laughs> um, and there's no going back after that. Now I'm just like, oh. But, um, yeah, no, she tours in such an amazing way and was so generous to me. And um, we've become very close friends over the, year, over the years. Actually, she was in the hospital with me when I had my baby. So is she godmother? Yes, she is. <laughs> Good guess. I have two godmothers. Oh, Tracy okay. Moulton, my best friend from years ago, and uh, Stephanie Nix, Minister <laughs> Stephanie Nix. <laughs> well, let's talk about the new release, uh, Liberman. I've, I've read in, in the bio that's uh, surrounding the, the new release that you actually made a, a conscious decision to keep it angst-free. Was that because yeah. you yourself were in a, a happy place, Chill or why out. did you make that decision? Um, I wanted the record to feel like an escape, like an escape record. Like these, there's these instrumental, um, albums that I listen to sometimes, even if you think of the beautiful movie soundtracks almost, and you just get lost in it. There's almost, I mean, there's, there's patterns to, um, soundtracks and orchestral music, but it's not even necessarily, in, I mean, it's not in song form. You just get to get lost in it. And obviously I broke the record down into songs. I mean, I am a songwriter, but I wanted it to feel like you were in it. It's a, a dream state. And so I just wanted the lyrics also to represent that. I was reading a lot of Joseph Campbell, The Art of Myth. And um, I, I don't know, I just drew on a, a lot of those soothing phrases that they are so nice to hear and read, you know. I also uh, understand your, your grandfather was very influential, uh, not just, just the title, but in other ways as well, when you're writing for this. Yes, my, my grandpa Lee, I've always known him as Grandpa Lee until my mom blew my mind and told me that's not his real name. Um, it's Liberman, and, uh, you know, I think... I mean, I kind of get it because my my grandfather was a, a designer. He designed shirts in New York, and he in the fifties and sixties. He was a designer for women, actually, and he actually came up with Ralph Lipschitz, who also wisely changed his last name <laughs> to Lauren. Um, so I think you know, like my mom, I, I he changed it before then, but I I think he changed it partially too because of his business and I, but I honestly I did not know that that was his real name until I was in my mid-20s and um, long story short he's also a painter a beautiful oil painter uh, very tr- very traditional figures but very wild colors very kind of these tr- psychedelic choices in his palette so um, I have this one painting of his that's enormous actually that my grandmother gave me and it hangs in the eye line of when I play piano in New York, in my house in New York, and I wrote most of these songs there. And so basically I realized I was writing the majority of this record staring at that painting. So it's of his muse, this beautiful woman who's not his, not my grandmother. Um, she's drawn three ways. And yeah, I got lost in that painting. And then I just wanted to honor that whole situation in my family and call it Liberman. Well, um, Vanessa, we're speaking to Vanessa Carlton here at 919 FPK's Live Lunch, and she's at Zanzibar tonight. 
at 8 o'clock with Joshua Heislip. Is that how you say his name? Mm-hmm. Um, has he been touring with you? Is he on the whole tour? Last night was our first show. Um, he's really good. He's from Canada, and he's he's really doing it by himself. He's driving everywhere on his own. So get there early wow. and watch that guy because he drove a long <laughs> way. <laughs> and uh, Liberman, the new, the new release, um, I wanted to ask you, I know it's been a number of years since your, your first release, and when your, your second one wasn't as commercially successful as your first, the major label you were on dropped you. But my question is, did this ultimately help you find your true voice, do you think? Well, yeah, I was actually given an ultimate. I was really young when I was signed, and I was really young when I made my first record, and perhaps not really aware of of what what was going into making that album. I was the songwriter, and I just, for some reason, thought, oh, I just need to be the songwriter, and then everything else is, I guess he's doing that, you know? And I didn't learn, I, I it's it goes both ways, because you're in the studio with some people, and they're showing you, and, other, and, and some people want to learn, and other people, you know, anyway. So the second, by the time I got to my second record, um, yeah, at, by the end of that, which I don't think was following suit very well with the first because I, I kind of took a detour. Um, they did give me an ultimatum. like They said, you can put your old team together and do it exactly like the first record or else you will have to leave. So that's what happened. And I, I think that um, it made all made so much sense that that all happened. And w- the last part of your question was, has that helped me? or Helped you find your true voice? Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I think, I've said this in an interview, I almost feel like I'm one of those artists that should have been signed when she was like 28. You know, I was, I was kind of, I was discovered for lack of a better word by Ama Erdogan, who is this, you know, incredible music man. And it was towards the end of his, you know, time at Atlantic. And he, he was the reason why I think I signed a record deal and I started making records so soon. Um, and I'm so grateful to him, obviously, because of, uh, you know, I don't regret the, the trajectory of my career, but I do think that it, it, um, yeah, I do feel not until 2011 when I worked on Rabbits on the Run and, um, I got to collaborate with some incredible artists that I've always wanted to work with. One is here today, actually, his name is Patrick Hallahan. He's a drummer in my morning jacket. Um, Steve Osborne, um, the Capitol Children's Choir, Ari Ingber. Anyway, I, I mean, I'd never put so much thought into a record in my life, and that was my fourth record. And so it felt like my first. So I guess that's the answer. <laughs> I don't know. Well, the new album is beautiful. Thank and you. dreamlike, and uh, I, I love the first song that was sent to us, "Operator." Oh, good. Really yeah, we'll nice play and, that next. Oh, good. She's going to do that next. Okay, and and I did realize uh, I don't do this every week, so I forgot to thank our sponsor. Let me do that before we get back to music. Of course, thanks to you for supporting WFPK Live Lunches, made possible through contributions from. 919 FBA listeners. And also thanks to City Cafe with Citywide Delivery for any event for providing lunch for FPK members today. And next week on Live Lunch, Louisville's own Bridge 19 will be here to celebrate their new release. Again, Vanessa Carlton's at Zanz- <coughs> excuse me, Zanzibar tonight, and let's give her another warm Louisville welcome. Thank you.
to be good Tell him that you really love him You don't but you a large portion of these songs wouldn't have been written if I hadn't eaten peyote in Mexico three years ago. <laughs> it's a natural game changer. Uh, this is called Nothing Where Something Used To Be, and I like to call it my, my teen breakup song, which applies to all ages.
song's called River. It's so the only song that um, gets my my daughter Sid, who's nine months, who's listening right now. I keep looking at her through the window, which is so cute. Um, she's clapping at this man. Um, it's the only song that gets her to stop crying. It might that might only be because it's the only song I remember in times where she's crying. This is called River. The Marching Line. It's off of um, the record Rabbits on the Run that I released in 2011. And uh, it was it's one of those songs, sometimes when I take walks, I start to write, I start to write in my head, and I was actually walking to the High Line. So I've actually lived in, in New York since I was 13. I moved there to study ballet. And I went to high school and college there. <clears throat> and towards the end of my time in New York, I suppose, I started doing these long walks and certainly doing healthier things in the big city. And um, it was nice because it, it really led to, um, it really is what led to to writing that record, Rabbits on the Run, which was com a complete game changer for me um, personally and professionally. Um, so I think maybe it's fitting to end with this song since it's the walking song. Um, so here it goes. Thank you so much for having me. I know, I guess we're not, we have 10 minutes left, but I only have one song. I hope you had a nice lunch. Boots on concrete. 
Carlton on WFBK's Live Lunch. Again, the new release is Liberman, just out, and you can catch Vanessa at Zanzibar tonight at 8 with Joshua Heislop. Thanks, everyone. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to WFBK Radio Louisville's Live Lunch, made possible by our contributing listeners. Andy High is our recording engineer, Paul Nevitt runs the house sound, and WFBK's Live Lunch is produced by Stacey Owen.